there's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first-class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer-trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com, your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go! Hello and good evening to the Go Radio Football Show. I'm Mark Guidi stepping in for Paul Cooney. He's away on a well deserved holiday, but Barry Ferguson, the Rangers legend, is with me. And Barry, we know. Paul will be listening in, won't he? No doubt about it. <laughs> yeah. He may be on holiday, but he never stops. He'll be there with his swimming trunks on and his wee flip-flops and his Ray-Bans um, listening in to us. So, no, he deserves a break. He's been working hard over the last few months. He certainly has, but we've got more big stories to cover tonight, Barry. And, uh, of course, Rangers have dropped another two points at the weekend. They now trail Celtic by nine points. The pressure appears to be increasing on Giovanni Van Bronckers. But nothing official from the football club today, nothing official from Giovanni. What's your take on it? Where do you see it standing at the moment? Well, uh, listen, the, everybody's talking about it, as you just mentioned there, Mark. Um, there needs to be a bit of, be a bit of clarity. Um, they need to see or say, sorry, are they going to back the manager? Or is, is there going to be a part in the, the, the ways? Because every man and their dog now has got an opinion about it. Another tough result of the weekend. Did Rangers deserve anything more than a point? I'll be honest, no. Um, I thought St Man did did play well and, and deserved their point, but you don't know what's happening, Mark. It's um, it's frustrating. I'm out and about. My phone's been red hot in terms of people asking me, what's, what, what do you think is going to happen? I'm like everybody else. I, I don't know. So that's where I think the club need to come out and say one or two things. Either they're going to back the manager and stay with him and help him out in, in January to hopefully bring a few players in, or they'll look to go down a, a different route and bring somebody else in. Two questions. First question, what would you do? Second question, what do you think the Rangers board will do? In terms of the Rangers board, I, I'll be honest with you, I, I don't know. I don't think they know, um, if I'm being honest. Um, look, you know what it's like at a big club like Rangers. It's all about winning. Gio's obviously um, dropped seven points over the last um, few league games, which at Rangers is, is no good enough. He's definitely gone through a, a tough period, but I wouldn't put it all on Gio's shoulders. I think the players have got to take a bit of responsibility mm-hmm. as well. Yep, Gio's a man who coaches him. Gio's a man who picks a starting eleven, but I think the players on the pitch aren't um, shown enough um, in terms of what they're bringing to the game. Look, there is a lack of confidence, no doubt about it. But I just don't see any aggression. And the team, I'm watching that game on Saturday and the first bit of aggression was 74 minutes and that was Ryan Jack um, into a tackle. Now, that's where you're getting into a game fully expecting your rival Celtic to beat Ross County. You should be getting into that game thinking to yourself, we ain't going any more points behind Celtic. Um, and I just didn't see that in the game on Saturday. I'm thinking back during your career at Rangers, I can think of like three managers where you could start to see things <clears throat> were going wrong, maybe unraveling a bit. Dick Advocate mm-hmm. came back, Alec McLeish, and obviously Paul Le Guin. 
Do you see similar? I know you're not on the inside at the moment, but do you see similarities what's happened to Giovanni just now as to maybe any of those, those Steve, when you were inside yeah, the club? Yeah, I mean, it's, um, it's a good point you make. Pretty similar in terms of the results and the, and the, the performances. Um, but what I will say is, back in the teams I played in, there was a hell of a lot of characters. And I don't see enough of that in this, this Rangers team. Um, and as I said, nine points behind Celtic at this stage in the season. Look, I'm not saying it's over. It is catchable, but at this moment in time, I can't see Rangers catching Celtic, with certainly with the performances that they're showing on the pitch at this moment in time. Just to round up, before we go to the lines, Barry, because they're red hot, as you could imagine... You've said Giovanni carries a can, obviously, but the players yep. are to blame as well. Would you, personally, would you give Giovanni another crack at it after the World Cup or do you think it's best for him and for the club that change is made? Uh, well, looking at his interview after the game on Saturday, um, he looked pretty beat. If I'm being honest with you, he looked a, a bit down, which is which is natural. He got asked a question. Um, is he the man to take it forward? And he says, look, that's something that he's going to sit down with the board. And I, I, I would like to think that would happen this week. Well, there's five weeks before the season starts back up again and there needs to be a decision made and people want to know um, what's, what way Rangers are going to go forward. My honest opinion, um, I think I think Rangers will make the decision to, to probably change deal. Yeah. Which pains me to say because mm-hmm. I've got a lot of time for him. He was a teammate of mine. I, th- I still think he's a, a very good coach, but he's just not getting results um, at this moment in time. And if you look at the season overall, um, I think it's been a dis- disappointing first third of the season. So there you are, Barry Ferguson thinks that Rangers will make a change, that there will be a change of manager over the next few days. If you want to phone in and speak to Barry, whether you agree or disagree, of course you can phone the Go Radio Football Show 0808-1717-700-0808-1717-700 and that's exactly what Derek a Rangers fan has dialed up and he is through Derek you're through to Barry hey, Good evening Mark Good evening Barry How are you doing Derek? Uh, I, said, I, I said after the old foreign game Barry and I don't know if you remember I was first on that night I'd have sacked my Broncos that night but I, do, I think if you sack him just now it wouldn't resolve Rangers' problems on Saturday. And I'm not pinpointing one player here. Alfredo Morelos' performance in a Rangers jersey was absolutely disgraceful. His attitude and everything about him is an absolute disgrace. And the next manager, or if it's Van Bronckers, should never play for Rangers again. His attitude was absolutely disgraceful on Saturday. And there are plenty of other players like him, but I would say he was probably the worst. Derek, I can't disagree with you. In terms of Morelos... Um, and Mark will, will back me up here I've always been a supporter of Morelos um, I, I still think he's he's a good striker but watching that game on Saturday I couldn't believe what I was watching if I'm being honest with you I mean if he's trying to get a move if our club's there watching him play um, he just looked a way off it now you can you can go on about he's not played enough football but still you've got to show a bit and um, in terms of his touch was a way off he was misplacing passes I just didn't think there was a work ethic there within him. Um, so, look, I, I think it's the best thing for both Rangers and Morelos is the part ways um, in January. Whether somebody will come in for him in January, I don't know whether he'll want to hold out until the, the summer and go on a, a totally free transfer. We just need to wait and see. But in terms of him coming in on Saturday, I was expecting um, a better all-round performance. I thought during the week against Hearts when they come on, I thought he actually did really well and I'm thinking to myself, right, he's back again. But 
watching that on Saturday. Um, yeah, he, be, he was really poor. Did anybody get pass marks for you, Derek, on Saturday? No, I thought the whole team, and people keep saying that Joey's lost the dressing room. But what about the people that spend the wages? The people behind the goals on Saturday have pride in performing for them. I don't have a grasp that the manager's lost the dressing room. Have pride in the people that's paying your wages. Put a performance in for these people six weeks before Christmas and spending silly money to go and watch that rubbish in Saturday. And this has been on for weeks now. And I think that I don't like to say it because Van Bronckhurst, along with Barry, was one of my favourite players. But it's just not working. And the camera spun on him on Saturday. I thought he'd have looked for the Guerra across his face. A beaten man and somebody that would be better for his own self if he left the club. Well, Derek, you're saying you think it's best for Giovanni if he goes. Barry thinks that the Rangers board may well pull the trigger this week. Let's listen to Giovanni after the game on Saturday and hear what he's got to say about his future. We're going to sit down, that's for sure, and uh, speak about the, the last couple of months and uh, which which way to go forward. I have no fear. No, I don't. I've, I've never have fear. You know, I just see what comes. So, but I don't have fear. No fear, Barry. Do you, do you believe him? Yeah, he, he was like, look, I can only go and geo the, the, the player that I, I played with and I sat inside that dressing room for two years, Mark, and that's what he was like as a, a player, he was fearless. Um, as a manager, I, I would hazard a guess he would do the same, but it looks um, it looks as if he's hurting. No, no doubt about it, he's, he's hurting inside. Um, and again, look, I know it all falls on Gio, but at times you've got to have a bit of personal pride in terms of the players that are, are on the pitch. Um, you've got to do more but look I can take having bad games I had hundreds of bad games but one thing is you've got to you've got to work you've got to outwork the opponent um, if I was having a bad game and I was up against somebody I'd make sure that they would have a bad game as yeah. well yeah. Um, but I'm just not seeing that from some of the players and as I said I thought Ryan Jack made a difference when he came on he should, at least he showed something mm-hmm. a bit of aggression about him a bit of mental strength and Arfield done, done, did okay but I, I'm not seeing enough of it for, from this this Rangers team and, and it hurts when you're when you're watching them it's even you know, you, you've been a player yourself even if you've you've not got a great relationship with the manager or you don't believe in the manager there's got to be a self-pride as well for the jersey get, and, and, and for, your, for yourself and for your family surely yeah great question again I, I never get on with, with most of the managers that you had a decent enough relationship but when you cross that white line you've got to have a bit of self-pride uh, and remember you're playing with Rangers Rangers Glasgow Rangers Football Club um, Derek makes a point the fans every away ground you go to they fill, they fill it the away end and you've got to play for them as well um, and I, I just don't think enough players are playing at the level that's needed to, to be a successful Rangers team OK, the phones are red talk, Barry. On the back of Derek, we've got George coming on. George, a Rangers supporter. George, what would, what would you like to say to Barry? Sorry. We've got him. Sorry, George. How are you doing? You're through to Barry. How are you? How are you doing? All right. Um, Barry just standing there. Great there, Mark. Uh, self-pride. And remember, when we're Rangers, uh, I don't know if these guys... Now, this, this is the Super Cup final, so I'll be forever grateful. Uh, and Gio knows that. And Gio done a great job in getting us here. But uh, well, that's bad request. Let's say, let's say, we need to discuss if he's gone for this week. Uh, in my opinion, I think he will go. What, what do we need in that dressing room, Barry? Uh, I can't exactly what I would put in the dressing room. What kind of manager would you go for? People are out there saying about Sean so, and Dice and things like that. I think he's still in £6 million a year for Burnley, so I think that's a no-go. Uh, but, but for me, uh, Mark, I, I would like to 
somebody like Barry Ferguson in that dressing room. And again, Barry, you've been uh, Clyde and Alwa, and that's a massive step. But you just mentioned Dale Craig there, and you're playing for Glasgow Rangers. And you're the famous one for saying, Barry, uh, a draw is not good enough for Rangers. We need to get that installed into the players. How do we do that? Well, Barry, I'll, I'll kick it off. Whether it's yourself or whether it's somebody else, is that a fair point by George? As in maybe just getting back to basics as quickly as possible and getting somebody in that knows the club, knows the environment, knows the culture inside out? Yeah, get, getting... Um, look, there's, there's, a, there's a few ex-players that are out there that I, I played with that are, are currently out of a, a job. One springs to mind, like Neil McCann, say, who, who's obviously done a bit of management. I, I think it's needed that players like that come in and help another manager, whether that's in the coaching staff, something that I think it's badly needed. Um, no doubt in my mind about it because um, they know that look Glasgow Rangers is an institution you're brought up on winning um, you've got to win every single game you, I know what it's like a draw's not good enough a, a, a defeat's an absolute disaster and um, that's what I think is needed brought back into the club and hopefully um, in the next coming months whether it's Gio in charge and, and he decides to do that or whether it's somebody else, I, I think I think that's badly needed and that's badly missing at this moment in time. I remember going back to Paul Le Guin's time. You, one of your biggest frustrations was that, like a draw, almost became acceptable. If you're away from home, ah, you know it was a tough game. We, we picked yeah. up a point, and that really got to you the fact that no, 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 that isn't good enough. Yeah, and listen, I, I was guilty of keeping my in my. Um, and it was it just it was a build up of frustration, and and listen, there was some. Some stage we were, I think, fourth or fifth. We were sitting in in the league, and I'm thinking to myself, "What's going on here?" You know what I mean. And obviously, it just uh, it came to a, um after one game, we we had lost. I think it was Inverness up at Inverness, and I just exploded. Look, was I out of order? I probably was out of order, um, but I just felt I had to say my piece. Um, as I said, I just thought there was an acceptance beginning to, to fester inside um, Rangers that it was okay to have a defeat it was okay to drop points against and no disrespect teams that you should be running over the top here I know yeah. sometimes that you'll get you'll, there'll be a surprise result throughout the, the season that happens like with Celtic at St Mern, um a month or so back um, but that was happening far too often for me At that time Paul Le Guin only lasted in a couple of weeks Walter Smith was brought in exactly what we're talking about somebody knew the club inside it and knew the demands and the expectations I don't want to embarrass you here and put you on the spot but George has made a point if Rangers whether it's through Giovanni or through another uh, managerial regime in the weeks or months ahead if you were asked to go and help out in some capacity would you be up for it? Yeah, listen uh, you don't need to ask me I think you know the, the, the answer Look, Rangers is my, my, my team I was lucky enough to have the privilege to play there and captain and win so many trophies so of, of course listen I would be I'd be a liar if I sat here and says yeah. no um, listen I'm enjoying my life and it's <laughs> nice and quiet <laughs> uh, but listen I, I, I do think it does need um, people in there that um, know the club and know the demands and know the expectations um, and as I said there's there's people out there who for me um, know that that are not in a, a job that are doing similar to what I'm doing just now a bit of punditry which um, they're Cheers, doing man. really well yeah, so yeah I think it's it's certainly needed you mentioned or one of the callers mentioned um, 
Alfredo Morelos and others as well that really need to step up and I heard a comment that the in terms of Sholak was missing and, and they had to play Morelos for me Morelos should be the the number one striker the amount of goals he scored over 100 goals um, he's a top player but I just looked at him Saturday and I thought to myself what am I watching here um, that, that, that's not good enough and it's not just Morelos there's a, a number of players that um, need to step it up a level or, or two um, in terms of Ryan Kent I thought Ryan Kent done well Mark uh-huh. one thing yeah. about Ryan Kent is he, he doesn't hide um, maybe no had the best of games but do you know what it was his wee bit of creation that it got that penalty back for Rangers because I think if Rangers never got that penalty they never looked like scoring and the other big talking point we'll just we'll touch on it before we go to the break Barry Glenn Kamara supposedly a wee bit of a riff with the manager a wee bit of a bust up to get the hook at half time for, for Scotty Arfield mm. what do you make when things come out like that? That's what happens when, when teams are down a bit and when results are, are going against you. There's always going to be um, rumours flying about that there's been a, a major fallout. But listen, yeah, I've seen it here. James has got it on a bit of paper that, and I've seen that Glenn Kamara's um, lawyers come out, which <laughs> is that what's what happened modern day football. You need to get your lawyer to come out and, and say something, but there's no been a bust up and you need to take that as, as gospel. Um, look, I would rather a player be unhappy getting took off um, look it wasn't Glenn Kamara um, I know Glenn Kamara got took off but he wasn't the only one there could be five or six changes could, could have um, could have been made in that game on Saturday OK Barry thanks for your contribution the first 20 minutes of the show it's flown in the, the lines are red hot as you could imagine Rangers fans flown in about Giovanni Van Bronckhorst Celtic fans want to have their say about their team being top of the league nine points clear and also about VAR and the match referee on Saturday, David Monroe. If you want to get through and speak to Barry Ferguson or speak to me, Mark Guidi, it's 0808 17 17 700. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go! go, 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 go. Thanks, Chris, and welcome back to the Go Radio Football Show. I'm Mark Guidi, standing in for Paul Cooney, who's on a well-earned break. I've got the Rangers... Legend, former captain with us tonight, Barry Ferguson. And if you want to get through to Barry, the phones are red hot, as you can imagine, 0808 17 17 700. Barry, just to get on to Celtic, um, just for a, a bit there, they're now top of the table, but more controversy with VAR on uh, on Saturday afternoon. Yeah, I, I, I was, what a horrific decision that was, that, that penalty. I, I've watched it five, six, seven times now and I, I, I can't, the word they may see why that is a, a penalty. Um, I, I'm even unsure whether it's inside the box. But anyway, the ball's at his hand, no doubt about it. But listen, it's in a natural position. And it should never, never have been a, a penalty for me. I'm seeing just um, people starting to get a look towards you know the, the player of the year so far now that we've hit the break. I know we're only 15 league games. I saw a lot of people mentioning... Rio Hatati mm-hmm. at Celtic. Who's who's your kind of most consistent player this season so far? Yeah, well, he's he's got to be up there, um, Mark. I, I'll be honest with you. He's a player that's um, only became professional, I think, twenty one or twenty two years of, years of age over in Japan. So he's still really early in his in his football career. He's twenty four years of age, um, and listen, he, he's a player. There's no doubt. He's one that if he continues this sort of form. Um, 
teams are going to be coming in and, and seriously looking to, to take him down down south. Um, as I said, he's got a great... Um, in terms of his passing, he can short pass, he can do long diags, um, great energy about him. Um, so certainly he's a, he's a player. Again, I knew nothing about one mm-hmm. of these players that Postacoglu has brought in for Japan, but he certainly impressed me. And as I said, um, in terms of Celtic's recruitment, that'll be one that I think they can make a hefty profit on if he continues this sort of form. And also as well, when they come back, I know they've headed out to, to Australia today, but when they come back and uh, resume on December the 17th, Callum McGregor's going to be available again. And what a boost that's going to be for them for the second half of the season. Yeah, well, for me, he's the he's the main man. He's the main man in that engine room. He makes them tick. But I, I think they've survived pretty well without Callum McGregor. Matty O'Reilly's went into that number six position um, since Callum's been been out injured. But what a boost that is to have probably the most consistent player, I would say, at Celtic. You, you know what you're getting off Callum McGregor every single time Celtic plays, a seven or eight out of ten. So that'll be a boost for him to come back in, as you say, is when they start back in the, the 17th of December. But you just look at the, the Celtic squad, you look at the starting 11, they can make a number of changes to the starting 11. And then if things are not going well, which weren't on Saturday, the changes that he brings on, mm-hmm. um, they're guys that can really make a difference. So at this moment in time, Celtic deserve to be nine points ahead, they've been the most consistent. Over the last couple of games, probably if you ask Postacoglu, they've not played as well, but the sign, signs are a right good team is when they don't perform, they find a way to win a game of football and that's what Celtic are doing. And that's what Rangers have got to strive and do and perhaps that's what they need to do in the January window is strengthen their squad to try and get up to speed with Celtic. And I think that's a point that Jerry, a Celtic supporter, wants to make to you, Barry. Hi, Jerry. Jerry. Barry. Jerry's not wanting to speak to you. Sorry, I'm not surprised. <laughs> Hello, Jerry. Hello. Hi, Jerry. It's Mark Goody. You're through Hello. to Barry Ferguson. How are you? Hello. Hi, Jerry. You got us? No, I've lost Jerry. I thought we had him there. I think his point's going to be about Rangers strengthening in the January window and how important it's going to be. But, Barry, one thing, though, when you look at the run of fixtures that Rangers have got coming back, away to Ross County, away to Aberdeen, they've got Celtic in January the 2nd at Ibrox. It might be too late by then. Yeah, I mean, in terms of current form, I know this break is... <clears throat> we spoke about it last week I think it's came at a brilliant time for Rangers look they're clearly suffering um, but as you said I looked at the fixture list when they come back they play Hibs on the Thursday night mid-December and as you just mentioned there's a double header three days apart one at Aberdeen and one at Ross County before the the old firm game so Rangers need to make sure that they, they don't slip further behind but in terms of current form away from home especially um, as you've seen the last two results at McDermott Park against St Johnson and obviously the weekend against St Murn there is a real possibility so what Rangers need to do is make sure they get the injured players back but again you don't know when these players are going to come back people keep asking when's Golson going to be back when's Kmar Ruff going to be back when's John Souter going to be back when's Tom Lawrence going to be back Hadji Hadji when are they going to be back but nobody knows um, there's never really any sound bites coming out of the, the club to, to, to let you know but the quicker they get say players back the better but come January they, they certainly need to get players in to strengthen, strengthen the squad because at this moment in time that they're clearly struggling and this is where this is when Ross Wilson and the recruitment department really need to come to the fore 
Yeah, because let's be honest, the recruitment's not been great this season. Um, out of them, probably the the one that you could give pass marks to at this moment in time is Sholak because of the number of goals he scored. 14 goals is a, a great return. Um, ben Davis showed a wee bit, but again, out injured for the, the weekend. Tom Lorne showed a bit, but he's injured. We don't know the time scale of him coming back. But the rest of them have, have um, obviously got question marks um, over the top of them and, and come January. Is the manager going to, whether it's Gio or somebody else, is he going to have money to they go and spend um, on players. We don't know. And if it, whether it's Giovanni and anybody else, they're going to want money. Money is as unless you can always pick up one or two bargains yep. and one or two loans. You'd be creative if you use your contact. But essentially, it looks as though they're going to need a few quid. Yeah, but I mean, but you look, you don't need to go and spend millions to to bring in good players, Mark. If you look at, I go across the water at Celtic. You look at the money that they've spent on some of the players, and it's not been over the top in yeah. terms of Matt O'Reilly down League One you look at Hitati you just mentioned Kyogos Yakimakis so there is good players out there for good prices um, it's whether Rangers have identified them um, but clearly they need players not just to come in to bulk the squad up I keep saying this and I keep repeating this they need players to come in to go into that starting eleven. OK, we're going to go back onto the lines. I know Jerry taking a clean puff for you, Barry, but I think we've found somebody. Oh. We've found a Rangers supporter that's all Rangers fans tonight, as you can imagine. And it's Scott is on the line. He wants to speak about Rangers. Hi, you, Scott. Hi, guys. How you doing? How, How you doing, Scott? I know bad. Um, I've heard, like, obviously, I think I've been on before and said, I think it's time for Gio to go. And I think Gio should have been gone a while ago. But I've heard folk talk about the sort of injuries. I don't know what you think, but I think... We don't look as fit as we were last season, and that obviously has to has to obviously as a reason why we get so many injuries. Obviously, players that aren't as fit, then obviously they're more likely to get injured. But I don't know if you can look at the managers partly to play, not for all their injuries. Obviously, some of them are not as fault, but I think lack of fitness in the team has got to do with the reason we've got so many players injured. Yeah, looking at them, they certainly look leggy, but. You know what, Scott? I think that comes down to confidence as well. I, I, I know myself, you, your legs become a bit heavier. Um, there's a lot on your shoulders because of obviously the results of what's went on with the results over the last few weeks. But when I look at Rangers, yep, they clearly they don't look as sharp mm. or as fitter as they did last season. Now, I don't know. I'm not inside Rangers. I don't know what the, the training's like. But if you take last season... To this season yep they do certainly look a bit off it because when you actually when you think back to was it one European was it Braga extra time and it was a Scottish Cup semi-final against Celtic extra stronger. time and Rangers actually get stronger yep. as the game on and won the game mm-hmm. an extra time on the back of playing 120 minutes three days earlier so I mean it's it, easy to use these excuses but see to be honest with you I'm just going to be blunt here Rangers have not been good enough mm-hmm. you can use excuses where the players been out injured and I get that there's some big players that would certainly for me play in the starting 11 but I look at that team on Saturday there was more than enough more than enough to get the three points um, off St Martin and then I'll go back to the following week against St Johnson the starting 11 there's still enough quality in there they're clearly just not playing well enough whether that's a case of lack of confidence lack of leadership um, a lack of aggression 
Um, and obviously Scott's come on and spoke about the fitness. That may play a part, but I wouldn't use that as an excuse. Scott, in, in your opinion, the, the current squad that's here just now, a lot of the players, do, do you think that they're good enough to play for Rangers going forward? Because uh, you think it's just a case of the manager is not getting the best out of the players? I think it's a bit of both. I think, I think that as Barry said, there's more than enough quality, whether the injuries or not, to get to be playing better and getting better results than what we're getting. But I think there's a lot of players out of contract. I think there's about seven or eight, and I wouldn't sign any of them. Like Jack McGregor, Davis, Arfield, Kent, Morelos. I think Hollander's out of contract as well. Yep. I wouldn't sign any of them. I think you look at Kent Morelos, the two sort of bigger ones, you can look at it as a financial point point of view, but at what point do we uh, get rid of that money and just say you haven't earned a new contract? What kind of thing does that show to the rest of them, whether you're playing badly or no, you'll get a new deal because we can sell you? I think we should just cut our losses with the two of them because they haven't earned it. Based on maybe you've got a new manager in, new manager bound, get better results, playing better, whatever. But at the moment, none of them deserve a new contract. Barry, would you agree with that? Can I just say some something here? See January in the summer, it's massive for Rangers. Two massive transfer windows. Because I, I do think there's a... I'd probably say a full rebuild. Needed. It looks that way, yeah? Yeah, but to me, just now, and I'm, I'm just being honest watching them, I do, and as Scott's just mentioned, I think there's 10 and 11 players out of contract, but included in that is loan players. I do think there's um, there's going to be a full rebuild needed at Rangers. So January and, and next summer is going to be huge for Rangers. I suppose when you look at that, without wanting to draw comparisons across the city, but when Postacoglu went in, he had a clean slate because yeah. he was in a very similar position. He almost had to start from scratch. Goalkeeper, new back four, a centre forward, What was it, 14, 15, 16 yeah, new players? Been, yeah. And at the start, it wasn't mm -hmm. great. But that does take a bit of time. But listen, the fair play to Posta Coglu, he got them up and running pretty quickly. And I think that's probably what's going to be needed at, at Rangers. Scott, I know you've said that you want, that you think it's time for Giovanni to go. And if you had your way, you, you would have got rid of him a number of weeks ago. But if he does survive this and he is in charge come December the 15th when Rangers play Hibs, Ibrox, how, how will you feel as a Rangers supporter? I, I think if he's there. I wouldn't be shocked if he's here next season at this rate. I don't think, I think he's on what, I think he's got three year left in his deal now. Three yeah. and a bit year left in his deal. 2025 his contract then, Scott. Uh, I can't see them paying him off. Especially, even after last week, we get the numbers out and money, finances are good. I can't see them paying him off. And I don't think, because he's, because I don't think, I think the board care more about what, how much money he can bring in. Because he got his Champions League, so he got his that money. And then, I don't think they don't care about winning the league but I think they care more about getting into the Champions League and getting that money in than they do about winning the league and if he comes if he's here to the Hibs is it Hibs in the 15th? Yeah Hibs yep. Yep. Uh, if he's here then I won't be happy but I'll still but I, I, I wouldn't be sure if he's not so, if he's not sacked this week then he won't be because there's no point in sacking him any after this point and of course, the, the Rangers AGM is on December the 6th. Can you really see the Rangers board given the feeling? I think you represent a, a huge number of Rangers supporters now, Scott, in terms of what they feel should be done with Giovanni. Can you really see the Rangers board getting into the AGM 
with Giovanni still as their manager? I think they will. I should they shouldn't, but I think they will because because overall, I don't I don't think Gio's got the sort of personality and the aura for a Rangers manager. Like Barry, you played under Dick Advocat, Walter Smith walked in to mandate a room. I don't see that sort of presence with Gio. And pre- obviously, I'm not in the obviously I'm not in the dressing room. Barry, you played with him. You would have a better thing than I do. But I don't from press conferences, things like that, I don't see him having an order to command a room in the same way great Rangers managers like Gerard did. I wouldn't bring Gerard back, but Gerard commanded the room when he walked in. And I don't see Gio have that sort of personality that other great managers do. Yeah, Barry, I get Scott's point, but nobody was making those accusations. You know, five, six months ago when we beating Leipzig, beating Borussia Dortmund, you know, those accusations were see, see when Gio came in, we, we were in this studio and I, I said, that if you're looking for a ranting and raver yeah. and somebody who's going to be marching up and down the, the sideline, that's no Gio. And Gio's been open about that. He's um, very cool, calm and collected. That's what he was like as a player. On When he crossed that white line, he was feisty. Don't get me wrong, but out with that and addressing him... Um, and you know what it was like back in the late 90s, early 2000s. There was a few ding-dongs happening in that dressing room. I and Gio would never really get involved in that. But he was, as a player, you would want him in the trenches with you. That's for sure. But he's not what people want in terms of, as I just mentioned there, he's not going to be screaming and shouting for the, the, the sidelines. Um, and as you mentioned, um, I never heard them to say last year when, when Rangers got to the Europa League final, when he brought back the Scottish Cup after just over 10 years without um, winning it. Um, and but, beat PSV again in the Champions League. Yeah, but I'm afraid, listen, it can change so quickly. When you don't get results at Rangers, you come under the um, the spotlight and that's what's happening with, with you. And, and to a certain extent, I feel for him. Because I do know for a fact that he does care. Mm-hmm. Um, but just clearly, at this moment in time, the results are just not happening for him and the, the level levels of performance just ain't good enough Okay, if you want to have your say in the Go Radio Football Show you can call in the phones have been red hot with Rangers supporters tonight understandably if you want to get through to the Rangers legend Barry Ferguson call us on 0808 17 17 700 The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Your local friendly experts for new and used cars Let's go, go. Thanks Chris Welcome back to the Go Radio Football Show We're only on till 6 o'clock tonight We'll be on at 6 o'clock For the next few weeks As we just wind it down a little bit During the World Cup And obviously make sure Barry's got enough time To go out And get his Christmas shopping done <laughs> <laughs> Have you started? You're always well organised aren't you? Yeah I'm, I'm, I'm done I'm done um, Yeah I, I don't like when it gets too busy So I generally start the the start of November um, uh, I'm not like you you leave it at Christmas Eve <laughs> you're so you like get the shopping done in November and the socialising done in December you're 100% that, that is the ideal way to do it I will do it to do it right it's been great tonight we've been very busy Rangers supporters obviously coming on to have their say on Giovanni Van Bronckhurst Barry Ferguson's given it Honestly, as ever, 0808 17 17 700. We're on till six o'clock in the Go Radio Football Show, and we've got another caller. It's another Rangers supporter, and it's Jim from Aberfoyle. Hi, Jim. Hello, Jim. Is Jim there? Has Jim done a Jerry on us? I think Jim's done a Jerry on us. Anyway, Barry, I think um, Jim has wanted to talk about the, the tackle on um, young Leon King on, um, on Saturday afternoon. Anything in that for you? Yeah, I watched it a couple of times. Listen, I 
post players are, are going um, to challenge for the ball um, if anything maybe a, a yellow card but I don't think there was there was much in it um, for the St Murn players point of view I think generally he was trying to, to go and, and wrestle it off um, Leon King look thankfully for young Leon King everything's good the report's back for the hospital he's fine he just needs to take a bit of a rest um, and recuperation and I'm sure he'll be back ready to he trained with Rangers in a, a couple of weeks. I think we've got Jim on the line now. Hi, Jim. How are you doing? Yeah, hey, good. How are you? Uh, no bad. I just I don't understand why the length of time King was down, why Bard didn't check that because that guy led with his elbow, and that's that's dangerous play. That's a straight red card. Now, I know that I know the referee missed it because the, the game went on and we didn't even get a foul for it. Mm. Straight yeah. red, bad guys. Jim, I wouldn't say it was a straight red. I just mentioned there. I'd probably say a yellow at most. If I'm being honest with you, um, I've seen a lot worse, Jim. And what you do, what he does, do is sorry, take away the physical side of the game. I think both of them were were going up and try to win the ball fairly and squarely. And the most important thing for me is, look, I know King was down for I think it was seven minutes or something, Jim. Wasn't it? He's okay. But, but main went in. The, main went in at the back of him with his elbow. Was King it? couldn't you see him coming? Mm-hmm. You know, okay. I wouldn't Mainland say it's a red card. Of... I'm just giving you my honest opinion, Jim. I, I wouldn't say. Um... I mean, say Sky didn't even replay it because mm-hmm. I was watching the game in Sky. And Sky didn't even. And why Sky didn't even replay it? I don't know. But when you seen replays, when I when I, I wound it back because I recorded it, I thought he's like his elbow. What do you think overall, Jim? Bigger picture, what do you think is the situation at the moment with uh, Giovanni? I'd don't think he should get sacked because MD that takes you to a European final in the Scottish Cup is not a stupid or bad manager. There's players they are not playing for them. They need to be shipped out. Which ones would you ship out, Jim? Kent has only played one decent game the whole season. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Morelos hasn't had a, a run of games and he's needing to lose a bit of weight. But if he's not going to sign a contract, get him down the road. Kamara down the road and unfortunately to say James Tavernier's only had one good season that was a season when there was no fans in the ground to give him stick every time there's fans in the ground to give him stick he falls apart Barry what do you make about that about James Tavernier? I think it's harsh I, I do um, look maybe he's not had the best of seasons but one thing about him is um, he'll step up for instance uh, the penalty that was pressure for him and, and Saturday he's done that on countless um, occasions could they play better? yep I think if you asked Tavernier himself um, but I don't think he's been the worst in terms of Morelos uh, Jim's just mentioned there he needs to get fit it's the 14th of November <laughs> yeah absolutely 14th of November and he, we're still talking about Morelos fitness so you can back to Tavernier because you know because you've been there you've worn the armband for, for year after year when the chips are down and things aren't going well, does a captain become a kind of easy target? Yeah, but you've got to expect that. Listen, I think Tavernier will know that now. Look, if you're if you're not winning games of football, it generally does fall in the, the, the captain's shoulders, but that's what happens. You're at a, a massive club with demands and expectations. Um sometimes it's harsh. Sometimes you've 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 got to to take it on the chin. Mark, that's just the way unfortunately it works at, at times. But in terms of Tavernier, um I wouldn't say He's been the worst. One thing about him is, um, even if the chips are down, he still at least shows 
um, something during the game, whether that's putting a penalty in the back of the net um, or standing up in pressure uh, pressurised situations. One thing as well about Jim's call, this would be a wee bit different from the other callers tonight. He's actually saying, saying no, stand by point. Giovanni. It's the players that need to go on. You wonder if that, mm-hmm. could that possibly be the mindset, mindset in the boardroom as in, you look at one of the teams Giovanni picked for one of the Champions League the starting 11 was all Steven Gerrard's players so does he deserve the chance to actually go and if you, for want of a better phrase gut the place it and over the next two windows build something himself It's a fair point for Jim because if you look at it it was a brilliant run last season getting to Europa, yeah, Europa final disappointing no just getting over, the, over that finishing line brought the Scottish Cup I mentioned earlier on mm-hmm. he brought that back but unfortunately now like you're nine points behind a third into the season which and the performance levels I'd probably say over the last month or so um, I've, I've no helped I, I think the Champions League's been a sore one for them yeah. but I go back to a game just before that started at Ajax a game at Celtic Park mm. I think that's hurt the players and that's festered within the, the, the squad um, hence low in confidence and, and hence the fact that they've had some ropey um, results but Jim does make a good point He's, he, um, he has Showing that he's got the capabilities for, in my eyes to be a, a top manager but we're here and now situation that's in the past and I'm sure if you ask Gio he knows he needs to get results he's very honest if you listen to his, his interviews after the game Mark he, he says before the game on Saturday it's a must three points and then you listen to his interview after it it's no good enough he certainly doesn't shy away he doesn't, from that's it, one thing I will say about Gio every time I listen to an interview whether that's post-match or pre-match, he's always very open and honest. Um, and after that game on Saturday, you could see he's hurting. And he, it's, that's a sore one for, for Rangers to take. And hopefully this week we get a decision, knowing that right away, is Gio staying right? Brilliant. Back him, because I'm sure the Rangers fans will back him mm-hmm. if they know the situation is they're, they're, they're going to be keeping him or are they going to be making a change? Um, which... Is is it the best thing for Rangers at this moment in time? I, I'm I'm unsure whether it would work because who would you bring in? Mm-hmm. I don't think that's there's a candidate worry. out there that, no, that really no, jumps. That, that's what jumps I keep out. saying to people. Who do you bring in? Mm-hmm. Jim, what would you what would you do? Or what do you think the Rangers board? Would, I know that you're saying that you you would keep him and, and, and give him a chance and get rid of some of the players. But what do you think the board will do over the next few days? And would you like, well, as Barry well, says, some clarity one way or another? I mean, say we we were we were playing decent football right up until we beat PSV. So Barry, Jim's point there is, as well about you know the victory over PSV and getting into the Champions League. Um, Giovanni has paid the price for that on the park because they've been out of their depth, they've had a few batters, but yet financially, it was absolutely brilliant for the club. Yeah, brought in a lot of money. Um, obviously, brought in salesy three players, Mark. Um, Calvin Bassey yep. who I think turned into got even better when, when Gio came in of him I'm being honest Joe Rebo obviously went Nathan Parson um, a bit different but he went in, in January and as you mentioned great run in Euro, uh, Europa League which brought in round about the £20 million mark and brought back a trophy that they hadn't won in over 10 years um, so people tend to forget that but again people just look at the here and now and over the last couple of weeks certainly the drop points against Livingston St Johnson and, and St Murn they're teams that, that Rangers all respect to the, their clubs but Rangers should be beaten 
We're on the Go Radio football show. We're in the last five minutes of the programme. We're only on until six o'clock the next few weeks while well, the World Cup is on. I'm Mark Guidi standing in for Paul Cooney, who is taking a break. And I've got the Rangers legend, Barry Ferguson, with us. Barry, one thing I want to just get a wee bit more out of you on, as you've said a few times tonight, that Giovanni will be hurting. You've been a manager. You know what like it is when you when you lose a game. How will he have been feeling in the past 48 hours, indeed maybe the past five or six weeks? He'll be feeling sore, there's no doubt. I, I think he'll go away and reflect. Um, and he'll want to sit down with, with the board and, and see where whether they, they, they take this forward or, or whether they're unhappy or whatever. So I, I think that's... The most important thing is he gets away and clears his head. But have, it needs to happen sooner rather than later. It can't drag on. People need to know what, what's going to be happening going forward um, for Rangers because as I said at the start of the, the show, Mark, it's if everybody's talking about it and you just want to know what's going to be happening. Um, not just for Gio, Rangers Football Club, the players and most important and importantly, sorry, the, the Rangers fans want to know. They want a, a bit of clarity as you mentioned Um they need to be clear on going forward because come um, 17th, is it 17th? 15th, 15th Thursday night, December, yep. Thursday night against Hibs. That's when Rangers need to come back firing on all cylinders. Whether that's with Gio or whether that's without them, they need to know. Yep, and uh, for Giovanni, one year in charge on Friday, it'll be his one year anniversary. It's hard to imagine that at this moment we're debating whether he's actually going to make it to a year or not. Yeah, I've seen that. Um, listen, there's been some real good times. There's been some real flat times as well, no doubt about it. I think the last six, seven weeks haven't been great. Um, but he knows that himself. You, you hear him talk about it and it's up to him. He believes that he can change it. And listen to him, I think he could change it. But we just need to wait and see what happens over the, the next 24, 48 hours. But you need, to, you need to know. You need the club to come out and and make it clear what way they're going. But is, is it ultimately Douglas Park that calls us, Barry? Is, is, that, is that a board meeting? What's, what's the mechanics in the background? It'll be a board meeting, I would hazard a guess, and, and they would need to obviously release a statement and see what, what what's, um, what's happening, because as I said, everybody's talking about it. Nobody knows what's going to be happening. Because um, I said, there's, there's still a lot to play for this season. Nine yep. points, yeah, it's a big gap to get back, no doubt about it. But we're still in the semi-final of the League Cup. The Scottish Cup is, is still got to start up, start up when the Premier League clubs come into that. So there's still a lot of football and a lot of things to be to be playing for. So the quicker it happens, a decision's made, the better for Rangers as a whole. Okay, Barry, thanks very much for your honesty as always. Thanks for joining us tonight on the Go Radio Football Show. We are only on for an hour, five until six. I'm Mark Guidi, just standing in for Paul Cunet. Thank you very much for joining us on the lines on the Go Radio Football Show and we will speak to you tomorrow night. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go! 
there's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first-class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer-trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton.